but the reality of it is that the TV love is is just superficial. <laughs> you know, it's it's scripted. It's, it's made acting. up in Hollywood. <laughs> it's made up in Hollywood for probably to support Valentine's Day. <laughs> To, to further commercialize things you know it's all just about commercializing stuff the month of february is the month of love and if you've been in the malls like i have you will already see that there's a lot of decorations once again yes. all the teddy bears are out and chocolates <laughs> and you know all the cheesy stuff you can associate with um <laughs> valentine's day Okay, yeah, you're right, man. My friend, all the cheesy things are out there. And um yeah, obviously that's probably one of the first things uh commercially <laughs> that show us that it's Valentine's Day now. Uh the month of love. Um yeah, but I remember hey, I was talking about Valentine's Day. I remember already at school being very um taken aback slightly about the actual day when we went into the history of it don't ask me what it was but it was also like the whole naming of the day you know mm-hmm. and i was like oh my goodness this day is like so far from me <laughs> as an african child i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know you know mm-hmm. but uh being a youngster obviously you're just excited to be getting all the chocolates and flowers and bears uh, uh teddy bears from friends or boyfriends in high school um you don't really focus on on those uh on the um, controversial aspects around the day yeah it's just one of those um uh super commercialized uh, yeah. uh i don't know if it's celebrations or markings that actually split yeah. people you know in two there's others who be like no i don't know i don't I don't celebrate that. Yeah. And then you'll get those that are like gaga over it. It's like, yes, yeah. let's do the whole thing. Let's do yes. the flowers and the chocolates and, you know, mm. do the whole thing. So mm. I want to know when, uh, which side do you fall? Hey, it depends on the year. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why. <laughs> but um, where do I fall? Like I'm saying, I think as you grow older, the, the romance around the day sort of reduces because um there's just like it's it gets too commercialized also that's one um but also i think we've had this conversation my friend and and you know our conversations are usually very you 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 review your reality or what you your belief system you review you know because i remember us talking about how you you mentioned actually in Dioguti, you know, love should be celebrated every day. You should not wait for it to be celebrated on one day out of the whole year. And I think yep. you said this, if it's not last year or, or the year before. So that had a really big impact on me, you know. And probably that then, in answering your question, means before then, I was probably for valentine's day you know like the whole celebration and you know but like i said depending on the year but mostly i was i thought it's a day for celebrating love Mm, mm. and i mean if that's what it means to you that's what it means you know uh there's nothing wrong with that like i think at this point i am just past that 
a whole thing of like no my view and my points are right so if you don't agree with me you know go away i just yeah. think like with everything case are chips and pirates like whatever goes for you man go with it for like sure. for sure <laughs> if Nobody you want to celebrate it yeah go for it if you don't yeah. it's also okay you know um yeah. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things that it really doesn't matter. Those who love it uh, will go for it. And those who don't, mm. don't. Yeah, mm. I'm mm. I'm pretty chilled and relaxed about it. Yeah. Uh, I think the other part of me is that I really love celebrations in general. So I'll probably be excited um, and annoyed, obviously, at the same time. Like, oh, it's Valentine's yeah. Day. I'm like, That's oh, my God. Thing. Like, why I does know. it have to be so much? Like, everywhere. So <laughs> I think it's one of those. But, I mean it does uh, kind of put a spotlight a bit on love, you know, um, mm. how we relate. Okay, of course, Valentine's Day is mostly about romantic love. Yeah. Um, but what I'm starting to see, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I think it's also becoming more about friendship love. I don't know whether it's because um, at my kids' school, they like to focus on friendship around Valentine's Day, okay. which I think it's a much more healthier way to do it. I mean, how do you make the whole school of kids like celebrate Valentine's mm. Day when it's all about romantic love? It's too I much see. pressure on little I kids. See. I see. No, I hear you. It makes sense. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so let me share something that's that's a, like a, a total ironic comment uh, to what we we talking about, the fourteenth of Feb is the day that is is my is our anniversary. Me and my husband's anniversary, actually, mm -hmm. wedding anniversary. Oh yes, <laughs> I remember. Oh, I, I could never forget that you guys. You got married <laughs> yeah. on Valentine's. You're so romantic. <laughs> and so that's the funny thing is, just the other day, my dad um, was saying, you know, remember how uh, as the elders. Um, uh, the because the, our church elder got us married right mm. and at the time uh, my much loved and I miss her so much my grandmother-in-law was still with us so it was like a whole conversation between the big people right so it was mm -hmm. like a day that was almost chosen for us and he was just reminding me <laughs> Yeah, really so did yeah. they go in the background and like okay let's cook yeah. this yeah you know <laughs> so when uh, you wanted like your your i don't know is it do you say pastor or priest because i don't know uh we say so there's different levels also so i think for the purpose of this conversation you can just say priest that's, yeah that's good, that's good so enough. you ask your priest so priest um we want to get married so what's your availability and then it's like yes. i'm busy on all days except for except the that is exactly exactly <laughs> you know so yeah. we were like ah, anyway but we were so young we were like okay that's fine you know it's okay we'll remember on the day so the story behind us being married on the 14th is not as romantic as it might sound when, you know, you hear that our, our anniversary is on the 14th. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> mm, yeah. No, no, no. It's so... totally funny. Mm. <laughs> so sometimes we forget. Sometimes we're just like, oh, okay. You know, so it's not as romantic as it might sound when you hear that, hey, the anniversary is on the 14. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. But I mean, it's it's cute anyway. Yes. I think you guys must keep it like that. <laughs> it's cute. So, 
So, I mean, so the thing of love, uh, I wanted to ask you about it because I know people are obsessed about romantic love and we don't talk a lot about other types of love, like friendships and your siblings, you know. Mm. Uh, I just feel like if there's someone out there who's feeling a bit sad, it's like, oh, it's Valentine's Day and I don't even have a romantic partner. Mm. You know, there's no pressure i think you, you reach out to your friends um you know do something fun or your siblings or like your kids like you can just have fun like you know um yeah. enjoy it by the way there's like a lot of specials and like i like this to say i think back in the days when i was still like uh, much younger before i got married I would actually go shopping for love, like nice lingerie in uh, on Valentine's time, like on Valentine's Day, because mm. I know like there'll be like really nice specials and mm. um, cute things in the shop. So I just liked to buy those for myself anyway, mm. you know, without the <laughs> Valentine's Day thing. So, yeah, I was just thinking yeah. about yeah lessening the pressure on people on yeah. on, on these days on valentine's day it's mm. such a thing that there's uh yeah obviously commercially they make more money when you focus on couples you know uh for business it, it makes sense but sadly it does result in pressure and look i i honestly believe that the pressure only comes from the commercial commercialization of the day I don't know if I'm saying that term correctly, you know, Mm. if it wasn't as commercialized as it is uh, or marketed as it is, it would not be putting pressure on people, on any, no one, on anybody. Yeah. (laughs) You would care. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think if we look at it from that lens, it's actually sold to us like that. Yeah. Uh, But what you make of it, you have, uh, yeah, you can choose for yourself what you want to make of it, you know. So you're going to like this. I looked up February, what it means um, yeah. in Zulu and in Kosa, right? Okay. Because Lovely. we have these months are marked, uh, you know, in our traditional languages or whatever. Yeah. So I looked up February in Kosa uh, is the month of the swelling grain. Okay. Right. Yeah. How so, do you say it in Kosa though? Inyanga eyom tumba. Tumba, all right. Okay. Mm. So I guess agriculturally, that's what's mm. happening around about now. Swelling okay. grain. Okay, nice. <laughs> and then I looked at Zulu, uh, Inyanga, Yen Tolanja. So Tolanja, uh, when I looked it up, um, so that's a word made from two. It's yeah. one, Ntola, like Umshola, Umshola, yeah. you know, like, um, what do you say, Umshola? <laughs> uh, yeah. now you ask me yeah and then inja is like a dog right yeah yeah so Anja is like basically means it's the do- uh, it's the season of uh mating dogs oh okay i yeah. thought is uh, i i think the closest term i could that came to mind that's english is observing dogs <laughs> i mm, don't know i see what you mean yeah observing yeah. dogs you know inspecting <laughs> observing yeah yeah i see, I see where you're coming from yeah okay so i found the direct translation for dolanja and it's the season for mating dogs 
so that's what would yeah would capture activities of this month basically oh interesting wow that's you know really... what I mean? <laughs> so let me ask you something you know uh what i found interesting with the with the with the Zatina terms for months in other languages they always linked and i don't know honestly it might not be relevant they either linked to the southern hemisphere or the northern hemisphere especially when it comes to the agricultural aspect of things you know mm-hmm. because i used to read these things and told guti kuluma about planting things and then it's mm-hmm. june and you're like uh-uh, but in june tina you don't do a lot of planting i know there's certain plants that you do do but i think you understand what i'm trying to no get i understand to. and i've seen that um yeah. that even when you look at other cultures not even african or south african yeah. if you look at um indian and east asia it's so the months are marked by agricultural activities they are mm. marked by um the season like the stars and the positioning of the moon and all those good things mm. all combined you know and that's how they kind of came up with naming that. yeah no. naming the months and seasons Okay. No, it's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense, you know. It really yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So, so hey. do you know the whole thing about um like how you love later in life like even with your partner and everything. Mm. It's it it's based on how you how you saw love being displayed for you. Sure. Um, so I was thinking a lot about, um, you know, what does love mean in an African context? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I actually took it even closer to say, um, what did I observe as love when I was growing up from my parents, like from my immediate family, mm-hmm. rather, you know? So before I give you my answer, I really wanted to ask you this because you have a very cute mom and dad. <laughs> I think they are such a cute couple. Like, it's so nice when you tell me their stories and, you know, uh, I just uh, love it. Yeah. Hey, you know, the interesting thing about African love, it's, it's, you know, you're making me think, yeah, because it's it's never as romantic as what we see on TV, you know? And a lot of that, I think growing up, it's either stuff that we pick up on TV or our friends, yeah, bo? but mm-hmm. um, in the African context, including my own parents, the love is always about more about support you know and just being present for each other and it's just it's just real you know there's no look obviously they bought each other gifts and stuff but versus your tv love that does not make up the bulk of the relationship yeah yeah you know it's more about support it's more about yeah for me i think that's the one word that is coming very supportive of each other you know and just there throughout whatever the other is going through they just there they just there for each other and football again they were they just always together (laughs) wherever they go (laughs) 
Bye, bye. Like all the time. When I say all the time, they are always together. So church probably is the biggest factor that um, results in them always being together. But obviously you'll find that these days, couples in church don't even spend that much time together, you know, even in their church activities. Mm. But my parents are just always, always, always together. So... Um, I think that is what is coming out or coming like up that. for me. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, that they are always like physically, always just together, like next to each oh. other. I love that. That is so <laughs> cute. I told you, your parents are so cute. <laughs> uh, but I mean, knowing what we know now about, um, you know, social media and movies is because yeah. those are spaces where we get sold ideas Mm. and also what happens in real life is completely different what from Mm. what you see there so i guess one would say you know their real life love looks like this it looks like supporting each other it looks like being there like physically being there even if you imitate like you're just there in the same space i mean that's something you know that's what it is that's what but you know funny enough growing up um Influencer TV is so big on just the general public that even that, especially the younger generation, it, it, it looks like it's not enough, you know? And, but the reality of it is that the TV love is, is just superficial, <laughs> you know? It's, it's scripted. It's, it's made acting, up in Hollywood. It's made up in Hollywood. <laughs> For probably to support Valentine's Day, <laughs> to to further commercialize things, you know, it's all just about commercializing stuff. So it's inter- it's a it's a very interesting thing that you're asking, you know, that I've never really thought about even myself. Because so okay, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Finish. No, no problem at all. Because outside of that, um, I know this is going to be like a damper. Reality is in the African context. We don't have very much, uh, a lot of an abundant, abundant example of healthy relationships. You know, we don't, we don't really know what that looks like. Okay, Wabon. I'm not sure about that, but I'll let you finish your point. Yeah, Nate, it's, it's a personal experience, you know, uh, and it's something that I've always struggled with and, when I started seeing programs, um, and sadly again, I saw programs in the States where Oprah would intentionally do things on black love, you know, black couples showing um, intimacy and um, being not intimate as in, you know, bedroom stuff, but like showing black love. I've never seen that, you know, when I look at TV, I'll see. If you if you notice, all the TV stuff are also like white rom-coms, you know. It's very rare. It's not in your face um, until some productive production companies um, took it upon themselves to start making these things visible on TV. Honestly, I fall in the group outside of my parents not seeing enough of it um, so that I know what to model. So you can know? I play devil's advocate and say, yeah, sure, why do you need to see it on TV when your whole street is got black people at church? There's black people at the shops. There's black people. Why must you see it on TV? So 
it's never positive. Honestly, my personal experience, couples, for example, where I grew up, we grew up in a place at Soweto where people would beat women in the street. <laughs> you know, there was a time where beating a woman in the street was just the thing, you know, and <laughs> fathers that are just drunk at home mm. and the mother is just like the one that's always at church but the father is at home drunk with his friends mm. you know yeah. and mm. when she comes back she's just like yeah. and then later we am shy and I, yeah. so it was just like really yeah. unhealthy yeah, mm. uh, um, honestly that that was my personal experience um, there's just always been an air of violence around black love Mm, yeah that's so yeah. sad mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah sadly so i suppose my parents did me a, a really big favor otherwise i would have been i don't know if i would even even gotten married <laughs> from <laughs> from what i uh witnessed you know and because mm. of that that's why we 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 find ourselves gravitating then towards what we see on tv which is the superficial love you know yeah uh, because i guess it's better than the one you're seeing on the street daily exactly. um, violent exactly. and yeah not affectionate and all yeah. those things affectionate mm. is the the term i was looking for yeah so mm. i'm so so you telling me that you've always had good um examples of couples in in healthy relationships where you come from not necessarily i think it was a mixed bag uh, okay. Because I'm really like trying to, as you are talking, I'm listening and thinking about, you know, my the 14 year old self mm. in that time. Where did I see? Like, what did I? What did love look like? <laughs> and um, I grew up in Tanzania, my friend Elokshin. Uh, mm. You know, <laughs> and I know like so many bad stories of. <laughs> Firstly, like where I grew up guys used to have multiple girlfriends okay mm-hmm. and i remember like some of the fights over the weekends uh so this guy would maybe have invited one girlfriend and they're hanging out they gumnand in the back room and mm-hmm. then jiggy jiggy the main girlfriend <laughs> rocks up out of nowhere maybe he oh, thought wow. that that one is at work and then all of a sudden she's in the yard and then there's drama <laughs> People are chasing each other with knives. Yeah, it's crazy. We are color. I want to learn. We are Jola Nine Nine. Yo, yeah, Jola Nine stories like that. I've witnessed oh those bad ones. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I've witnessed uh, stories of like one guy having multiple kids in the yeah. same street, hey, like with different that women. That is another thing. One game, and there will just be like one good guy you know who seems to have his stuff in order he's got a different mm. mindset he's got one woman he actually commits to them and marries them and lives in the same house with them which yeah. i feel for some reason back in those days i feel like there were very few households like that mm-hmm. very um, very few hey? very few very few and far between mm. uh, and i'm so grateful that my grandparents were actually our model of you know, a good marriage, like in a sense that a mother and father married, staying in the same house, raising their kids. Yeah. Um, so if I think about my reference point for real love, it will probably be them. 
um, that displayed it, but also it was not the stuff from Hollywood, right? Mm. Um, so mm. if I think about what that looked like to me, um, you know, it would be things like support, like you say, you know, and they're always talking, oh, I think the best things like I used to really enjoy. Um, so after bedtime, everybody goes to their room and mm. you would hear their voices like they would be talking into the wee hours, you know, mm. uh, you can hear them talking in their room and laughing. And first thing in the morning, you know, they are the first ones to wake up. As, uh, uh, my grandmother, my grandfather would make my grandmother tea mm. and then she, um, he would drive her to either the taxis or, you know, to the taxi rank. And I remember times when even my grandfather's car broke down, he would actually walk her every morning when she goes to work. Mm. Um, yeah, so I think they really had each other's back in that way, mm. like a pillar of support, like, you know, uh, yeah. to get things done, get things sorted, sharing chores. And yeah, man. Um, mm. Yeah, mm. I... I think those yeah, are that sounds the cool so things. warm. I just felt so warm when you did. You feel warm. It's so I felt warm, warm and, and safe, and I just like, oh, that's so nice. Yeah. so warm. And I, I learned cool. now. So now that I'm older, so I'm obviously talking about my grandparents here because I grew up in their house because okay. I lost my dad like at a young age. Mm, um, and when I hear stories from my aunts and you know um, their direct children. Yeah, I mean, those guys were pretty tight. Like, they would mm. call each other Chomyam, you know. Aww. My aunt says the whole time, you know, she grew up, oh, my grandmother and grandfather used to refer to each other as Chomam, my yeah. friend, Chomam, you know, the Aww. whole time. That's so I mean, nice. That is so nice. Oh, that's it. so nice. I, I think, when, you know, as you're talking, I think there's memories that are coming up for me of my parents one of the things that they love 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 doing and this is i think for as long as they've been married you know in even in my memory back they love dancing really <laughs> they that's love so cool dancing you know my parents one of the things that they have consistently done over years even before i had kids and even now that i have kids and they've grown when we go visit my parents when we leave they will both walk us out of the house mm. and they will do these funny dances as we're driving out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a weird tradition that has yeah, just carried over, <laughs> over time and they will dance and, you know, and sometimes you're just like, oh, come on. But now that I think about it, it's so cute and and it gives you you know that thing oh, it's okay I, I was home yeah yeah it gives you a, a nice warm home. feeling doesn't it <laughs> oh my parents are oh, big dancing oh yeah 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 that's so, so cool yeah i mean but those don't are you find really it... good ones mm. yeah i know right very yeah. simple and just really true and yeah Hey, what do you, how do you feel about how love, I know that obviously we married and, but we're not immune to what you see love being displayed and defined as these days. What are your thoughts around how life is, uh, I mean, how love is defined or, I don't know, is it defined or? Or portrayed as. Out? Yeah. 
portrayed as these days? Ah, man, you know what, my friend? I just think that. So yeah, yang topic because, to be honest, love is still the same love of mm-hmm. your parents and my grandparents. That's the real love on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. The fact that today we have so much social like social media as in we we have more um i don't know acted kind of things so mm-hmm. in our times tv was new at some point right and yeah. let's say the previous generation didn't understand this whole concept of a television yeah. uh and now we've got social media so it's even more like content maybe mm-hmm. let's just call it content right it's more content and acting out of things so I think that a person today who still cannot differentiate between real life that has hardships, challenges, and good times, and then they go back to hardships and challenges, mm-hmm. <laughs> if yeah. they cannot distinguish between that real life and the content, you know, on our screens, then you, you know, you are doomed on so many levels. Like True. you're not going to survive yeah. So and- I feel like I want to start there because if I go into the then what 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 is portrayed in that content, I mean we'll have a call for like forever because it's all about bling, it's all about money, it's all about yeah. give me a pay allowance, it's all about <laughs> if you don't buy me that expensive gift or pop champagne and I'm yeah. in this tight dress, I can't move in it, my hair is yeah. in my eyes. My lashes are stabbing my eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, can we just stop? Like, it's too yeah. much. Okay. You know, um, you're right when you're saying um, we can spend so much longer than we intended to when we talk about this. But I'm asking this because one of the things that really, really, really break my heart and have me so kids, I just want to put them in a bubble and just like, you know, send them off to an island somewhere. Is this, I don't know whether it's a propaganda or what to call it, but there's this thing of, my friend, I don't even know if I'm going to say it properly because there's the red pill and blue pill thing, right? So if I understand it correctly, you'll find that there's there's guys who talk very badly about women and vice versa, right? Mm. And they call it pandering. They call it pandering. And you'll find that they are propagating um, very negative attitudes to, of, you know, for, for both sexes towards each other. And it's so animalistic. And it's so horrible. That it, it, yo, it just makes me so sad, you know, because how it's done, they do it so that as a woman, we have umutia. You know, yeah, vela matotaya peta. Or as a man, yeah, vela mat amafazi by a super. They want to be, yeah, bo, whatever, whatever. That yo, it it makes me so sad. I'm like, God, please find a way because this is causing such a rift between, and it becomes so superficial utando. And I feel like that is also pushing love to be more superficial on what can you gain. And transactional, right? Mm-hmm. Like what 
what's on the table what what do you bring on the table something like that there's talks like that now and you're like what do you bring to the table yay 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 sana it's tough it's difficult you know and i really pray that i don't know i don't know what because it's just but yeah yeah I thought I think it's the weird place. Um, it's a weird place that social media placed us. I yeah. really do feel that, you know, we were on. Like, if you imagine, like you are flo- you are floating on a stream, right? And mm-hmm. it's nice and calm, and all streams basically lead to the ocean. And yeah. then all of a sudden, in this stream, you just feel like there's a current that is strong that is kind of uh, pushing you towards a completely different direction than the one that you were supposed to go on. Mm. And it's like, instead of you now going to flow into an ocean, this current is pushing you towards a swamp Mm. uh, and you don't know how you ended up there. And you don't realize it. Beat yourself up. It's like, how did I end up here? Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? But I think recognizing that, uh, that pressure that's added, uh, you really could end up in a bad place. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, yeah, I think social media in general has brought in extremism in a sense that on any topic, right, you find the left wing versus the right wing. True. And Kaubonapa, all the, um, like all the arguments they have against the other one, Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to get swept away. Good, yeah, very, you know, yeah. we are sitting here in the dark. We are hungry. And Bona, you know, they they are yeah. driving fancy cars and, yeah. you know, living yeah. comfortably. So, you know, we are enemies now. Yeah. Um, and the only way to take your mind off that rift, or at least the thing that I try to use to get myself out of the pits of that struggle because if you're mm-hmm. in that struggle my friend it's hard to see beyond like you really get hopeless right yeah you really have to think outside of this whole thing and say hold on let me zoom out mm-hmm. these people are in the same place they probably have things they like in common and mm-hmm. yeah man there has to be something bigger that you cast your eyes on beyond mm-hmm. this immediate one and i think when it comes to love and the toxicity that you talk about. Oh. Yeah. It's sad in a sense of what many people get caught up in that, um, in that toxicity. They pick a side and decide they'll, they will never go to the other side. Yeah. But if you zoom out of it and remember that these ideas are not your own ideas. Mm-hmm. And if you switch that thing off, that social media influence off and approach life with an open heart. I know it's hard, right? When you've made up your mind about something it's hard Mm -hmm. to open up your mind and interact with people and just see the amount of warmth the amount of love and generosity that people have but you have to be Mm -hmm. willing to see it Mm -hmm. and realize that your real life on a daily basis is completely different Mm -hmm. to the things that those people on social media are talking about you know 100 percent, my friend 100 percent. and look honestly for on my side what helps me also because it's just everywhere you know you can't Mm -hmm. even avoid it and this might sound very you know especially in the times that we're in but i'm gonna say it there's that verse in the bible first corinthians verse 13 it Mm. just tells you what love is love is kind love is patient love that 
if you hold on to that, mm. you know, and mm. you point those things to yourself, not to somebody else that that person must do that. It's such a, it's the best guiding voice, it, 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 a guiding force, you know. Um, it just helps you navigate the swamp because we are in the swamp. We're not even going, you know, we are in it. So mm-hmm. you need to find things that are real and have always been that um, help you navigate this place uh, because mm-hmm. you're, uh-uh, you know. Yeah. Then you get swallowed up. So thanks for sharing that. I, I think the real foundations like that scripture, for example, are helpful yeah. to get people out of the rut. True. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Right. Gosh. Hey. Yeah. yeah, I know we are in trouble. And then, um, so the other thing I, I wanted to ask you about is this whole idea of love language. Love language. Mm. <laughs> okay, I basically want to know what do, you, what do you think of the whole idea that um, there's 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 like I don't know I don't want to say like um, a method for anything. There's no manual, obviously, for nothing. Mm. But people who've done some research on love have come up with these five ways that people like to be loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to find out, Uguti, do you know what your love language is? Um, and how do you like to receive love? Because apparently uh, it can also be split. Um, hey, yeah, my friend, you know, I think some of these questions, if you ask me, even four years ago, <laughs> you would have gotten a different uh, uh, response. So, I read that book, ne? and there was a time when, obviously, there's a, there's a quiz that you do, and the quiz then points you to your love language. So, I'm going to answer your question ba- based on the quiz that I made, that I did first, <laughs> okay? And when I did the quiz, it pointed to quality time, okay? Quality time was the first one. Mm-hmm. And the second one was gifts, mm-hmm. right? So nice. those are the two. But gay, um, I think I've, I mentioned this um, on a couple of conversations that we've had, that I am very spiritually inclined, right? I'm more interested in spiritual growth. So that takes you on a totally, totally different path to the mainstream, Mm -hmm. right? And when you talk about it, it's almost boring because it doesn't have the the ribbons and the sparkles and, you know, it doesn't have all that. Um, So I don't know if you want me to go that way or keep it to answering based on the quiz. (laughs) No, no, no. I just want to know, like, where do you center yourself in the whole languages? Maybe in your spiritual dimension, I mean, you have a completely different type of love language, you know? Different. It's so, oh, now you're asking me something. I'm actually, I I felt myself soften. Ooh, you see. My love language on my spiritual path uh, has grown more to being freedom. Mm. Just, you know, freedom, you know, just, yeah, because we're born into this world and to, to have an experience, all of us, you know, 
and we need to yeah it's about allowing that allowing your soul to have the experience that it is meant to have in this lifetime mm-hmm. i can go on and on and on yeah. so i'm like trying just to just give like that. one practical example <laughs> just to bring it home yeah so for me one of the things uh, that i absolutely cherish about my husband is him allowing me to almost always do the things that fulfill me i mean even oh, this podcast so nice. you know just time to he's just created space and time for me to just be who i want to be mm. <laughs> hooking up <laughs> yeah you know so that's oh. so cool yeah that is just like the greatest gift anybody can give anybody yeah. time to be you you know mm-hmm. yeah that's that for me is a spiritual thing it's not easy because we all wanna possess we wanna own and you know he's actually mm-hmm. more ahead of me as far as that goes <laughs> <laughs> he's more evolved on this spiritual, yeah he's more evolved I'm like, ah! <laughs> but I see it I see mm. it and I think it's a spiritual thing it's beautiful yeah okay that's that's nice to know so I'm mm-hmm. glad I asked this question look where it yeah. ended up <laughs> right. I'm so glad I asked yeah and I think for someone who may be wondering this whole like if you've never heard of love languages before Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a book by Gary Chapman and he talks about the five love languages. Um, it's obviously work that is done and did some research. It's an old book. A lot of people mm-hmm. like it. And like Mbali said, you know, it has a quiz. So there's five languages there. Um, and when I look at all these five languages, I like all of them. Like, I don't know. I just like all of them, but I'm yeah. sure there's one that's kind of overarching so Mm -hmm. you mentioned something about quality time so that's the first one then there's receiving gifts then Mm -hmm. there's physical touch Mm -hmm. the fourth one is words of affirmation and the last one is acts of service Mm -hmm. yeah I like all of them but I think if I were to pick one it would be quality time Because during quality time, then you can have words of affirmation and physical <laughs> touch. <Yeah. laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's just as far as I can go with that. Yeah. yeah. So tell me, um, in terms of love, I, I don't know, this is like such a weird question I'm going to ask, but is there any particular um, moment or instant in your life where you really 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 felt loved Yo, yeah okay and yeah, a lifetime there's... is long man. yeah so, yeah, there's I mean, so many. Like... yeah there's so many there's so many moments um yeah i want to maybe start with the because i'm just gonna be taking an off-ramp to to think about like my kids you know oh man i remember like all the times that my kids have given me a hug from the time they were so small and their arms were like so short like little viennas around my neck oh (laughs) so cute oh lord i love those moments my friend i will forever Uh, capture that in my heart because 
when I get those hugs, like when they are small and they are actually giving you a hug, not like a baby that doesn't yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. Like little kids, three to four, they know what a hug is and they give mm-hmm. you a hug. Oh, I just feel like this is it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, God. Like I love, like that love, it just carries me. And, yeah. you know, so that when I meet with Umbali, I can also be on that level of love because I feel yeah. like love is an energy, right? No, oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, when I, I gave my friends, yeah. I just want to share, honestly, it might sound like cheesy, but you know, you know, when you carry a child and the first time you meet them, mm. for me, that first time I met my kids when I was giving birth to them, mm-hmm. yo, 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 it was, yeah, it's the most amazing experience because you're carrying this cargo yeah and you know you're wondering you're hearing all these horrible stories of what's happening and your anxiety and i think with the last episode we're talking about giving birth but that moment when you see this face oh i shame nothing Mm. nothing so So i think it's it's the love I don't know who's loving who in that moment. Maybe it's God. (laughs) Maybe it's God loving me to be able to see his creation, you know, that because I had nothing to do with that, you know. Mm, mm. And this human being that just comes in is just, you need to take care of them. It's so beautiful it's yeah. it's a beautiful i cherish that moment oh, and I remember it stays with yeah. you forever okay forever. one more please one more one more yeah. uh, <laughs> so there are other times that i really feel loved so now this is with my partner uh, yeah. i really have to say this because it just lights up my my it just lights up my heart as well yeah. so you know um I think the kind of person I am as well is like, I'm very adventurous and mm. curious and like, I'm always changing things uh, mm. in my life, whether it's my career or it's something like, I'm just always wanting to explore something some way. Mm. And I would sometimes get a bit nervous, like, Oh my goodness. So I wonder, you know, what's my partner going to say about this now? I just started <laughs> this project and now I'm thinking of, changing it into something else you know Mm -hmm. so I'll be nervous the whole day and then at the end of the day we you know we actually get to sit down after the kids have gone to bed and I've got this thing that I'm carrying and I'm like this is really important to me and it's really special but I'm not sure what is he gonna think because of course his opinion matters in my life we've made so many decisions together we're like really good friends mm-hmm. and I would talk about it and like really like try to explain where I'm coming from and like and just wait to see what is he gonna say <laughs> and my heart is beating so hard and like I'm so nervous and I'm shifting around and then it's like oh my gosh that's brilliant you should absolutely do that <laughs> and then I'm like uh did you just hear what I said like do you understand <laughs> what it means the implication or even the the inconvenience it may bring in our lives you know Uh, and then he's like no do it man like he's chilled about it and i'm thinking why are you so chilled oh my gosh i love you (laughs) so as you're talking i can literally hear you smile like you have the biggest grin on your face my face is 
right now. <laughs> yeah, those moments, my friend, is when I feel like my husband loves me more than I love myself because, the, uh, you know, the time up to that point, we're having that conversation. Do you know how much I've beaten myself up about it? Mm. And I've encouraged myself and I put myself down. So, And then he just comes with this like, ah, it's cool. Sure, yeah. we can do this. I'm here. You know, I got your back. Aww. You know, and I'm thinking, are you sure? Oh my gosh, I love you precious. so much. <laughs> precious, precious. That is oh, precious. Man. That is like yeah. feeling really loved and seen, you know? Yeah. You know, ah, oh, my friend. God is good. God is good. Love is good. I'm such a fan of love. Yeah, I know. I know. You, you are such a romantic. You always say I'm a rom- I'm romantic. I'm like, I always <laughs> Don't even, don't even attempt to turn this around. You are the most romantic. You remind me of my daily sister, November. Oh, romantic, romantic. But mm. yeah. It's the month of love. Um, yeah, there's, you know, it's not always smooth. Like you said, it's challenge, 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 and then love, and then challenge, 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 and then love. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just the nature of it. And the sooner you accept that, the more you enjoy the loving parts. I really believe that. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Oh man, thank you so much. It was so good to talk about love with you on this day. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for listening. Come back soon for our next episode. One of the things that Visa and I agree upon is that we are intending to enjoy and stretch ourselves as far as possible on this journey, learning, growing, and finding our own healing as we go forth on this venture. This adventure has brought us to a place where we are invited to a local radio station called Hope Alive, where we spoke about our podcast. We would like to share this with you to make visible our journey as we move forward, but also to encourage our community, young and mature, to have the courage to go for whatever you feel your soul is aligned to in this lifetime, because it's really never too late. With that said, enjoy!